What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Yala, but you know, I'm I'm recording this from our office, and right now, uh, we have one of our producers who worked worked with us on a different show sitting right behind me, and I must say, recording it in the presence of someone else is a is a sensation I'm still grappling with. Mm, mm. It's a especially because he can't say anything, like because he better fucking not say anything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like having an audience versus not having an audience. Like, it makes you say yeah, that's talk why. differently, right? Yeah, that's why. I guess, I mean, if if it was an audience that was participating in the podcast, like with, a, with laughing along with it, that would be cool. Uh, and, and I mean, I don't know about you, but at some point in the past, before COVID, I did think like, oh, if this, if this podcast takes off, it would be cool to record like a live version of, of this podcast like on stage or whatever and then we we get the audience involved as well like, that would be super cool yeah uh yeah I, I i've always thought it'd be amazing to have a live audience listen to this la. so i think a couple of episodes back i talked about you know what if we do this on clubhouse la? like we record a podcast on mm. clubhouse but um there's the response <laughs> no response has been tepid la. like like just like no one really gives a shit <laughs> Yeah, like, it's also pitiful, la, Terrence. Yeah, I mean, for people to else? give how suggestions to on Clubhouse and no sure. one on the Reddit responded. Yeah, do you want me to paint it like, oh, you know, yeah, it's awesome, Reddit. No, no, nobody gives a shit. Nobody, nobody even, like, talked about it. I think maybe there was, like, one sub-comment, but I don't think that I mean, person even uses iPhone. I think a few, many podcasts ago, Clubhouse was actually my one shock thing, right? Mm, but then now, mm. I'm kind of, like, I'm, I'm getting a little tired of it. I mean, I still dabble in it once in a while, but... I think, I don't know, man. I don't know whether the, the, the trend is going to stick, but I will say that there's probably going to be, this is the first of many audio social network podcasts. I mean, it's audio social networks that are in the process. Like It's basically mm. things that make audio more social. Yes, correct, correct. Right, yeah. like right now we have our subreddit, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. But it is a totally different platform from the platform that people listen to the podcast. So maybe there might be a love child yes. of all these platforms. Correct. and uh, Maybe. That's why, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just going to give the the plug in that. Uh, as always, if you mm. enjoy our audio experience, do, you know, uh, tell one person about it. Like, let's go back to the old school way of doing things. Tell one person mm. about it, you know, whether mm. it's someone you meet on your commute or a new friend or new contact or something like that. It's a good conversation mm. starter, right? Like, do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. Oh, why? Oh, there's a. Uh, what's the most common response? Oh, uh, I'm not really into the whole audio thing. Uh, I'm more a YouTube kind of person. Uh. Now, what do you say? Um, I'll be like, yo, man, last time policemen used to wear shorts. Okay. Last time we used to have a lot of cigarettes and smoking. You got to evolve with the times. I mean, we still do have cigarettes and smoking. Like, that was a horrible analogy. Yeah. But. You got to evolve. No, and then you kind, of, you kind of shape it as, yo, you can be a trendsetter, no? Mm. You know, everyone who is now like the, the Yala Butters, they're, they're confirmed, even if, like they're confirmed amongst the cool crowd because they're adopting it first. La. Correct, correct. And but, if you're listening to this on public transport, just say Yala Butt out loud. Yeah. Who knows? You know, there might be another Yala Butter a few seats down and you can have a magical moment of connection. No, and they got to do it the way we do the intro. Yala! Yeah, yeah, exactly. That'll be the new Marco Polo. Mm. You know, for the Gen Zs or the younger people who have never heard of the game Marco Polo, where you close your eyes and then you shout Marco, the next person says Polo. Maybe that can be the, the Yala Bud can be the new Marco Polo. It's fantastic that you, you just, brought up that kind of games, uh, the kind of camp games that people play. And all camp that. games. Ooh. That is our first topic of the day. 
And uh, what is what is the first topic? You know, I never thought this would be a topic big enough to be talked about on Yalabad, uh, but well, look what we have. I'm very I'm very proud that this is going to be the first time I'm putting these two words together and it actually mm. makes sense to people. Consensual mm. peeing. <laughs> Consensual peeing. Yeah. Uh, we are... There has... A viral mm. video has been going around of uh, supposedly uh, some shenanigans happening in Ni'an Polytechnic la, at an orientation camp where uh, group, a group of guys lined up and took turns to pee on two poor fellas who were squatting in the I don't know in the shower or something and mm. uh, yeah these guys I mean guys just came and then took turns to pee and, then, and apparently uh, it's been revealed that this was part of a orientation camp at Ni'an Poly uh, probably mm. by the student union uh, NPSU so if we use the acronym mm. NP we were referring to Ni'an Poly NPSU as the student union and mm. uh, yeah subsequently um, but but so that was, I mean, everyone's like going on, oh my God, this is bullying. This is terrible. How can this be happening? What's going on? Because I think there's been a spat of like bullying videos from in schools coming out. I think like last week mm-hmm. there was one from ITE and then a the boy got expelled and everything. So this is just mm-hmm. the latest. But there was a twist in the story in this one that, what was that twist? Uh? Um, There was a twist that apparently one of the two people who was being peed on mm. um. He shared on Insta stories that uh, he actually it was consensual. Mm. So, so to read out certain um, quotes from his Insta story, mm. basically he said, "Okay, and Tada, yes. The first thing I would like to clarify is that yes, I am the one who got peed on. Yes, mm. but the comment section being the comment section really went ham on the imagination. Mm. I saw things like they are bullying. Nah, bro, I was cool with it. Just mindless fun to me. To be honest, like you all got to chill, man's." I, for one, do not know who posted the video. And to be honest, I don't want to know, but y'all ain't being skinny about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, I'm, I have some of my friends getting blasted on media. Yo, not cool. They just did something consensual, but y'all make it to be like such a bully story. It's not and coming from me, yo. And mm. then he goes on with a plea to stop sharing the videos like because it's a dumb video in his mind. He's a low-key person and he just wants to clear things up while the iron is hot. Okay. Um, and basically, he said, like, um, yeah, you know, have a good week, spread this message. Uh, and that he just wants a break, mm-hmm. A very brief so, message. A very brief message. Yeah. From yeah. So so I mean, and he also shared on on the Insta story or at least a screenshot that if he has and anyone has any questions, just drop him a DM. He'll slowly answer them. Mm. Um. So that that story elicited a whole bunch of comments. Wait, but before you go forward about comments, uh, can you define a couple of terms in there that uh? probably would be people around our age or even not even that that close to our age might not understand uh, what yeah. is what is going ham um, I think going wild going wild. going wild yeah I don't know how the hell that came to be but yeah one of I mean a, a large proportion of the comments were like what the fuck language is this <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I would I would venture to say that um uh, there was a, uh, uh, I think it is part of the lingo that was in 2011, even on like the Watch the Throne rap album by Kanye West and Jay-Z, there was a song called H-A-M, a hidden track called H-A-M, uh, mm. which is high as a mother lover, uh, which is yeah, mm. H-A-M. So yeah, it means just going crazy because you know when you're high, you go crazy and everything. Uh. So H-A-M is like the the broader, I mean the, the, the what do you call it, the acronym 
for oh. being high as a mother lover. Yeah. So so that's, that's why you say you go you go ham on on these people. You know, go crazy on these people. Yeah. And and according to the Urban Dictionary, you know the 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 expert on all things lingo related, it it was first posted on June tenth, two thousand and nine. Mm, yeah, correct around that. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost hard. Yeah. Like what was the phrase you said? So you said just now. High as a mother lover. I I mean I saw hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh okay maybe we're going yeah maybe hard. Sorry. I yeah just, high I as just... a mother lover. What what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take drugs and get high like this, uh, this one. as a mother lover I love uh, my mom yeah la. correct la. Yeah, as, a, as a mofo <laughs> as a mofo I just try to mofo avoid sp- using the vulgarities for as long as we can la, yeah. oh yeah because the, the person who swears on this podcast is me la, right now that you're a new dad you cannot yeah, swear yeah 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 no because I don't get a kick out of swearing I know you do la, but I don't I don't yeah I don't get a kick out of swearing <laughs> la. it just helps me express myself okay but you mean there's I'm no expressive. other there's no, no other words to help you express yourself uh. no sometimes the, the swearing just uh just does a lot more than any other non-swear word would do la. yeah but I mean there must be some non-swear words that you can use other than the swear okay, words okay fine it makes me feel it makes me feel a little more edgy okay I'll say it <laughs> I'll say it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, that's fine. That's fine. As long yeah, as it makes me feel it. more important. It makes me feel more like I'm a rebel. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it real, you know, being correct, savage. Correct. Yeah, correct. And all correct. that shit. Okay. So okay. can we get back yeah. to the topic? To yeah, okay. So besides going <laughs> so, ham, there's the yeah. other one. Uh, being skinny. skinny. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, it's about being like, uh, not having all the facts. Mm. Yeah, so if you're like, you know, just now when you uh, you went skinny on my use of swear words, lah. Mm, you were fucking skinny, dude. Yeah, you didn't have all the facts. Mm, um, okay. So, so those were the two things that, that came out, lah. So, um, and then, so there was, people were picking on that. Uh, people were saying, oh shit, his English was shit and all. But honestly, Insta stories, like, you mean everyone uses perfect English, man? So those, those people need to chill. Mm. But then the crux of what he's saying is that it was consensual. Mm. Yeah. So then that that whipped up a whole bunch of shit as well because people were saying, okay, if it's consensual, is it wrong? You know, Mm. there are people who get off on being peed on. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, is that wrong? Mm. So so what are your thoughts? uh? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I was... uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't looking at that closely and initially I thought it was just a... Like a small group of guys, like, I don't know, three or four guys or something like that. And uh, mm. I thought it was a, maybe it was like one of those situations where where they have this strange fetish or something like that. And uh, this is a, their own private video that got leaked, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's something, if it's something related to the bedroom where, you know, golden showers and, and consensual peeing and all these things are, Ah, uh, you know, whatever happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom, lah, right? And they just happen to do it outside and make a video of it, and then after that, the video got leaked or what, lah. Uh, then, then, then I, you know, at that point, I felt, I felt, oh, if that's the, if that's what's happening, um, uh, maybe there is something to to feel sorry for, lah, right? Um, mm. but the moment I heard, uh, I read deeper into the context and then heard that it was a, it was an orientation camp, then I realized, oh, we're back to that again, uh, that that whole, uh, you know. The, the whole group crowd mentality, the herd mentality during orientation camps and seniors ragging juniors and all that. Lah, which mm. I, I thought was extinct already because of the last 
few years of, of like complaints coming out from the universities, but apparently not. Uh, apparently the polytechnics is still going on. Uh, at least, uh, okay, okay, let's not generalize. What, I, what mm, I've been reading mm, is that it's mm. only this particular camp in Nian Poly. A lot of people in other polys and Nanyang Poly or whatever other polytechnics, they've not, uh, a lot of people have said that they did not experience such a thing. Uh. But mm. then apparently this is a Nian Poly camp thing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's so why it's, 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 then it becomes something a bit more institutionalized and I can understand the social pressures that come with uh, going with the flow and, and everything. So I read, I read, I even read that person's IG story in a much different context when I realize, oh, it's part of a, a camp. Mm, so even that, right, has kind of been discussed on um, Reddit and, and forums because I think the, the difference between CCAs, which are kind of school like I would, I would imagine it's something like the, the school decides the CCAs and then students join. These are all student unions, right? So mm-hmm. I think some people were saying, you know, the student union should be shut down. But then the argument was like, yeah, but then another student union would come and replace it. And then mm-hmm. some commenters were saying stuff like, um, okay, if this is a camp, why wasn't it approved? So apparently it may have been a preparation for the upcoming camp, which is less serious? regulated. A yeah, preparation so, for a camp and then they're already doing this. Yeah, so so that's why, I mean, because people have been saying, right, how can, like, what activity, can you imagine you submitting your proposal, okay, yeah. 10 to 11pm, we're all going to gather in the in the, in the the bathroom mm. and, you know, participate in some games. Yeah. There's no way this will fly, right? So yeah. either they weren't sticking to their proposal or maybe this is another event that maybe did not require a proposal. But I guess just stepping back and looking at this, um, and I mean, there was one thing that was quite illuminating also, which we uncovered from the depths of Reddit. Someone shared this Instagram profile called Gina's of SG. Um, I don't know what, what Gina's refer to on Urban Dictionary. Gina's, Gina's just... Gina. Gina's of SG. Gina, is it? Yeah. That you won't find What's Urban, Gina? What's Gina? Like, like basically, a uh, stupid person. Lah. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah, a lot of sense. Because on Urban Chinese. Dictionary... Yeah. On Urban Dictionary, Gina Gina is like a beautiful girl. So I was like, um, this doesn't look like a page that that shares pictures of beautiful girls. Yeah. They basically share these this this almost ridiculous videos. So they put a call out for people to kind of uh, DM them to to see whether other people in polys have experienced this. So of yeah. course a lot of this is anecdotal. They posted a lot of it uh, by blanking out the names and all. It's all anecdotal, but it feels like, okay, this is uncovering more and more and there were quite a number of people who claimed to be uh, NP alumni saying this has been going on for years. Mm. And then, you know, looking at this and then uh, the fact that even over the even though part over the past years there have been so many cases of weird orientation games at unis, I can only imagine that that probably follows on from... It's like, you know, you study maths in primary school then secondary school, you do advanced maths. Mm. Then in US, you do maybe a degree in maths. Mm. Maybe the hazing also has a similar path. Uh. Mm. So maybe I mean, at some point, there'll be some fucking secondary school video of I don't know what. Then yeah. primary school. Because it feels like even that got a 10-year track. Uh. Yeah. But actually, um, the interesting you talk about a sort of like a progression for it. Because... Like, Part of the reason why the university, the hazing and all that just really struck me as odd was that if you think about it, right, a lot of the guys who go to university and do all the stupid things and, and plan all the stupid hazing, all that, a lot of them are fresh out of army, right? 
So um, especially the guys lah. They are, I mean only the guys mostly lah. And they uh, have a lot of pent up frustration, you know, during the army, whether or not they <laughs> met girls, and and maybe they got the gun a lot in the army, and the army was really two years of like no social life and all things like that. So uh, then they go to university and they want to exact that kind of revenge on juniors and everyone below them, right? Mm-hmm. So or 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 maybe they understand that. In fact, like maybe like being the gun is just a continuation of that culture, right? But mm-hmm. but. For a lot of polytechnic students, they haven't gone to national service yet, lah, right? Mm. So they actually haven't gone through that kind of like uh institutionalized uh hazing or whatever you want to call it, lah, right? So mm. it, where where does it come from, man? This this extreme desire to to want to uh the younger younger crowd and everything, ah. Mm. Hey, is it is it just something inbuilt in in our education system? Okay, so so I ask you, have you ever experienced any kind of hazing when you were growing up in Singapore school? Huh? Um. Uh, okay, I mean that's a, a loaded question because you use the word hazing already, lah, right? Uh, uh, I would say yeah, lah, Definitely, there were were high stress, high pressure tekan situations, lah, right? When when you're but but mm. it also I will also say that it had it had to do with, like like uh it had to do with uh, the scenarios that we are trying to play out like like you're on a, let's say you are camping and then something happens at camp and you need to and you need to evacuate very quickly and then there's a forced march through the night that kind of thing, that has happened to me lah, uh mm. but it was all in in the sense of training for for uh high stress situations like this lah, but I've mm. not. Uh, uh, at least uh, okay at least in in Singapore in uh, all the way up to junior college and everything there was no nothing nothing of that sort like. in university there was in university there is a, there is institutionalized at least back then like, there was institutionalized hazing uh, for for third years moving up to their final year in university um, mm. we I think in my university we called it what, what do we call it like, the but it was basically it was a day something when something walk is it something walk <laughs> yeah that's very helpful <laughs> but it's basically <laughs> a day where all the juniors that means third year students would wear a, a styrofoam hat and carry a cane like how you know Benjamin Franklin the founder of the university would do heyday 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 hey 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 yeah day. it was called heyday hey and then you would get drunk with your friends and then after that you would walk as a whole batch down the main the main street of the university, the main stretch of the university called Walnut Walk. And from there, everyone, anyone who is passing by is free to pelt you with with um whatever they I mean mostly whatever they want, like cream and, and, and liquids and everything. And uh yeah, when I was in university this was a time honored tradition that that every uh, every batch went through that like, as you as you rose from junior to senior year. And mm. uh, there were always stories of some really nasty uh, hazing processes where I think some people like bought like dead fish from the market and mm. then threw it into the crowd. Some people, yeah, obviously bags of, of urine and shit also were thrown into the crowd and things like that. Lah. So some mm. people had it really bad. But at the end of the day, yeah, whether it's shaving cream or it's food or what, it's all pretty gross, lah, right? And then the crazy mm. thing was that was actually institutionalized in the sense that there was security, you know, and a cleanup crew and everything that was catered for by the university. 
And the so, most ridiculous thing I remember from that is that in the US, you know, there's the drinking age limit, right? Which yes. which at the age of 21 is probably only the juniors or seniors can drink. Mm. But on Heyday, I specifically remember the ridiculousness of this empty field uh, at the end of the walk where people were having their, like just a few of them were having their stomachs pumped because they got so drunk. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is a school event. So mm. I think I think like what you said, there were security guards, there were medical people in place because they knew people will get fucked up. Mm. So you can commend them for taking the precaution, but it also mm. makes you think, huh, okay, it's institutionalized. Which brings us back to this Nanyang Poly thing. So this one, I guess the, the NP thing, it, it probably isn't institutionalized. Mm. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's not Wait, just some psychology but, experiment or something. But before we move on from that, right? Uh, so yeah. in that sense, having the university know that shit was going to go down and that they needed to take responsibility for it, right? Do you think that that is better or that the university, you know, um, disavows any knowledge of this going on and doesn't want to be associated with it and shuts it down or, or tries to shut it down and everything? Which do you think is the, the better approach? Uh? Um, I think for certain things like, like that, I think actually the school being proactive and allowing it is a better approach. Okay. Because for something like that, that's a tradition that has been going on for fucking like years. La. University of Pennsylvania is one of the oldest universities in the US, right? Yeah. And I think to suddenly curb that tradition mm. is going to be hard. So by by doing it um, uh, safely, con- in a, safely me, yeah, I think in that case, but but I know you don't want to come back to MP yet, but I'm also thinking like, fuck, then MP should do like, you know, a, a urinatory, <laughs> urinatory committee like, saying, okay, you can only pee for five seconds in a, in a stretch. Maximum, okay, maximum that, three yeah. people, three separate, three different pee sources. Yeah, because okay, the one thing is, the one thing is, you know, like as much as the guy was saying, don't share the video and generally it, uh, you, I mean, I, I don't like sharing videos like of car crashes and all that mm. and I try not to watch it but this video, I just decided to watch a censored version mm. and have you seen it? No, I've actually not not brought myself Dude, to see it's it. Yeah. Fuck, like I didn't think I would be that, I would find it that revolting but it's, fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. can you describe why yeah because I mean it's seen it's taken by someone who's at the back of the crowd uh, and he's holding it over the heads and shoulders of the front two people and there were people saying okay you better empty your vessel then there were two guys who were peeing on these two guy, other guys who were on their knees with mm. their hands against the wall mm. naked mm. and you could even though it was censored and blurred out you could see a very um, how you say uh violent stream of liquid falling on them <laughs> la, from one of them. And then there was someone who shouted, you know, pee the hair, pee the hair. Oh and then at the end, one of them pressed the shower to kind of like rinse stuff off and someone said, hey, no showering, uh, no showering. And then the, the two people moved and then another two people came up. So the guy who posted the Insta story is one of them. Mm. And I'm like, holy shit, what the I was I was cringing more than I expected to la, because I already knew what it was in for. So, okay, so that's where... But then, then just comparing what we we're just talking about, what what we experienced in our university, what if you replace the the shaving cream uh, with pee? Uh? That means with piss. That means <laughs> instead of of like people throwing shaving cream at you while you're walking, they throw bags of pee at you, like, and everyone just gets peed like bag of pee and nothing else. Uh. Like then the would the university still be correct in saying, oh okay, we'll we'll have this stands for you to wash off the pee at the end of the walk. And Dude, then, you know, but, yeah. 
but, but shaving cream is something you put on your face really what <laughs> unless you're talking about I know in I've seen videos coming out of India where uh, you hear these these self-proclaimed doctors saying that mm. you know wiping your face with your own pee every morning is the best thing or drinking <laughs> your own pee um, I don't think that has enough evidence la, but shaving cream is really something you put on your face which is why probably it was adopted la. I so don't your, think they would you, easily I don't think their choice hygiene, would be a, your issue is hygiene I think okay so the, the hygiene and also there's a certain stigma towards being peed on la. you know you grow up pee even though it's a bodily fluid it's biological everybody pees yeah. there's a certain there's a certain feeling of like ugh you know like pee yeah. you know like when you when you go to the urinal in the men's toilet and you don't finish and you pull up your pants and a bit leaks out mm. then you're like oh shit you know like you're gonna be walking around with your own pee and this is your own pee Mm. and that is really I don't know about you but I feel like ah fuck then like but uh, maybe that's how you feel I mean this guy has come out and said it's totally consensual like maybe that's the tricky like, thing no but so maybe you say, yeah you, you listen to me maybe he's saying that yeah. this is a time honored tradition like I want my seniors pee to fall on my hair because it's gonna make me a better student and next year I wanna do this to the students coming in as well please do not stop this time honored tradition it's been going on since the dawn of time or something like that then then mm. who are we to come in and say oh it's disgusting you know it's, it's degrading because the guy to him is an honour maybe it really is an honour mm. then then is yeah, that, so th- how do you argue that I mean besides <laughs> I using think- COVID la, as the excuse no but even then COVID like I know some people were saying it's COVID it's IG but I don't know I don't know whether the, the, the virus can spread through being pissed on. La. Probably a whole bunch of other shit. Mm, right? yeah. Maybe they were wearing masks. You don't yeah. see their face. Yeah. Right? But but I think so that's where his Insta stories kind of threw a spanner in the works. La. Because yeah, maybe, you know, like anyone who remembers anything they've done in the past where you went through a really demanding thing physically or emotionally with someone else, yeah. you share a bond, la, you know? Yeah. And who knows? Maybe thirty years, he would have. He would. His pee brother might be one of his best friends. Exactly. Exactly. Because thirty yeah. years ago, they went through such a humiliating thing. Uh, yeah. Not to them, but but they feel a bond, la. And maybe but, it's so special a bond. Yeah. That the seniors themselves felt it, yeah. and they just want to share it. <laughs> and maybe everyone has like a role in this in this pee process, uh. Like there's one dude who has to eat asparagus for like two days straight, uh. So that his mm. pee smells like really strong, like has the asparagus like smell, you know, like so like, hey, hey, the asparagus guy, come, 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 and then he pees, and then everyone's like, oh, he definitely ate asparagus, you know, that kind uh, of thing, lah. So, yeah, I mean, who are we all to judge from this? So every okay, tower then of the podcast. Would you say it would be different if, let's say, the two guys who did the peeing, mm. they invited everyone to one of their houses and they did the peeing there? Compared to doing it in the school bathroom. Oh, okay, then then that's a private, that's your private uh, issue. Already, then la. I guess got nothing to say. La. Got nothing to say. <laughs> it is a private, it's like like I mentioned earlier, it's, if then it's just your fetish radio, it's nothing. No, but, yeah, yeah. but there's another element here. There's another element here. Let's say if it was to, to, to decide who enters a certain strata of the leadership committee or something, right? Mm. And then there is a power dynamic there. Mm, yes, yes, correct. And we've heard, you know, because we've heard firsthand uh, from interns and whatnot, lah, right, about this kind of uh, silly games that they have to play, right? Um, yeah. For whether it's overly sexualized games or really disgusting things, uh, all these are linked to being seen as like the 
whether you are seen as a cool, one of the cool people who are willing to push boundaries and do things together, or are you like the naysayer who go and complain to mama every time something happens, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, we've heard that, I mean, more recently in the cases of sexual harassment, like, you know, the power dynamic does come into play a lot. Um, if it's in a professional setting or if it's in a setting where there's some sort of social expectance, uh, acceptance or peer pressure, right? then it changes it completely. And in school, you're not going to get employed by the student union. But mm. I would imagine that if people want to join a student u- a union, they want to get in. La. No one likes being rejected, right? Mm. So that's where, I think when you look at it through that lens, then this is kind of like, then you kind of, you look at this guy's post. Is it because he's trying to suck up to the people who might make the decision whether he enters the student union or not? So it's also hard to be objective about it. And that's why, that's why when, when you, like, you first uh, shared this article, I was like, hey, can we please not talk about this? But then, <laughs> but then the more like, you read up, the more you realize, oh shit, there's something, there's something weird here, man. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Yeah, because my wife did ask me a very interesting question. Uh, like, what if it's your your kid mm. in the video who's getting peed on, and he comes to you and says, "No, no, please, like that, mom, don't, don't like complain to the school or anything. This is like completely like it's just part of the the school, the whole ritual and everything, you know. So, so you'll get me a lot of trouble. A lot of people will hate me in school for getting stuff cancelled and all that. Please, please don't do anything, uh. Then, then how would mm. you? What would you? what will your reaction be? La? I'll tell him, son, you are no longer my son. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So then, let's say, assuming he's still, I don't know, the age of 18 or 17, because uh, Polly would be around that age. Mm. I mean, it could be 18, 19. So that's where, I mean, I think if you're older and you realize you have a kink for being pissed on and you do it with a loving partner and you have a great relationship, that's fine. But if it's 18 or 19, then I would feel like, yo, um, are you sure you're doing this because you like or because of all the peer pressure and all that? I like, I um, like. Then I'll say, how you know? Have you been peed on in private? Then suddenly he's like, yeah, every Thursday I, I go with John. Then I was like, wow, Chibai, what the fuck have I done as a parent? <laughs> because, hey, you don't, because don't, I think, don't, anti, don't anti-fetish or, or whatever here. No, it's just a lifestyle choice. I know, I know, but a lifestyle choice to be decided when you're 17, you're so clear and adamant mm. that you like being pissed on, that I think, like if you're 25, 30, 35, and you realize, oh shit, I really like the warmth of piss running down my back, mm. then I'll be like, okay, uh, you do you, bro. Mm. Um, and and so so if it's a young, if it's my kid especially, then I'll be like, you sure? Mm. You sure? Yeah, you yeah. sure? Or is there a certain kind of... Like why? When did you realize this mm. and and whatnot? Because the guy says, "Oh, you know, I realized it as it was happening." And I'll be like, "Yo, are you fucking sure or not?" Mm. But if if my son says, "Like you know, five years ago when yeah, I just realized," then I would I I wouldn't just say, "Hey, you're an idiot. No more peeing on you." Mm. Okay, I would want to. I think la, I think I would want to understand like, "Yo, what? What? How can you explain to me?" Mm. But of course, I'm not a father yet. Mm. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, yeah, la, the the fact that it's part of uh, there's a dynamic between senior, junior, and that kind of thing, and and so you would expect that these activities, uh, and because it's linked to some kind of school activity, la, you would expect mm. that there'd be some oversight of this activity from some someone, an adult, la, like you say in the school, la, right? Um, mm. but if there isn't, then then that's where I'm I'm worried, la, because. Uh yeah la, like like what you say these are not they're not also they're also not adults and and 
at the end of the day, they, they're still, you know, as a parent, you're still signing off on a lot of like the consent forms and stuff like that still. Mm. So I, I think uh, the school would need to be a bit more actively involved in policing. And not say policing, la, I think that's a very strong word. But approving or at least having knowledge of these activities. La, right. And and the guy, the one of them actually like reached out for the shower. So you can mm. tell, okay, la, um, I think he was not enjoying it. Yeah. So maybe it's the other guy. And I mean, it almost reminds me of, you know, all these these rituals that, that gangs and cults do. Yeah. Um, it might not be getting pissed on, but it might be something, you know, more violent almost. And this is where it starts to get a little unhealthy la, because yeah. if they're making these people do this ridiculous shit to pledge their allegiance and all that. Yeah. Because I've seen hilarious hazing in uni also la, yeah. for the frats, right? Yeah. I know one of my friends had to wear rollerblades everywhere he went for a week. Yeah. And it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, and that provided a lot of, uh, I don't think he got injured or anything. He found it hilarious as well. And that to me is like, okay, you want to make people show or pledge their allegiance to something, something like that. Okay, like, I'm like, it, it, it's lighthearted enough. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, so you're right. saying that Whereas, if it's just something, like doing something harmless and silly, that's okay. Like. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think also, yeah, let's not underst- understate, even before COVID, like, like, like just people's peeing on each other or that there are... There's a lot of diseases and whatever that can be passed from one person to another. And especially mm. in a place like uh, concentration. Uh, concentration. <laughs> Sorry, what the fuck is that? Concentration. In an orientation camp. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. No, I literally saw a comment just now <laughs> like, this is an orientation camp, uh, not concentration camp. That's why I was just mm-hmm. thinking of that. La. Yeah, la. So, yeah, let's not, not understate the... You know, we're doing all this to try and keep social distancing on it. And then our students are in school like peeing on each other. Come on. No, that's Come another on, thing. Come that's on. Another thing. That's another thing. Can you imagine people like in London or Paris which just went into lockdown they're like, fuck, we can't even go to see our family. Yeah. Here are these bunch of students in Singapore breaking all social distancing recommendations and not just that, they're peeing on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're peeing. Yeah. Peeing. So, um, I just Ooh. wanted to ask this. So, uh, let's say, let's say the Nian Poly acknowledges that yeah, peeing on each other during orientation camp is bad. La. But let's say they needed to replace it with some other kind of uh, activity that also involves like pelting pelting other students with something. La. Like for our case mm. in our university, it was like shaving cream. But uh, would you, mm. would you have any thoughts or suggestions or recommendations on what Nian Poly could give to the students? Okay, go ahead and throw this on each other and it should be totally fine. Because everyone's going to say like, mm. oh, give me a better alternative. Uh, well, then this is what we're going to do now. La. We're going to come up with a better alternative for hazing uh, each other, for for seniors hazing the juniors at Nian Poly. Mm. Yeah. I would say go to a patch where there's like, you know, uh, a grass patch and all that, and mm. then just throw like biodegradable fertilizer at each other. Biodegradable? F- oh, okay, okay, okay. And then... So you do good. You do good, okay. You nourish the plants. You pee, well, also, you pee also nourishes the plants. Right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Biodegradable fertilizer is also poop. It's just, it's just poop of another okay. animal. <laughs> uh, no, you can have your nitrates and all that. Wah. Like, fuck, you think what? Like, fertilizer is all poop. Hello? <laughs> Not all poop is good for plants also, no? Okay, okay. But what, what else would yeah. you think would be? No, la, that, that's my, my, my option. You have to give one. La. Uh, um... I try to balance a lot of stakeholders' interests, like you know, food wastage and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, I, well, this is a tough one, man. 
Uh, I would you say maybe one. maybe they, have, one. they go to like bread talk and get you know all the food that they throw away at the end of the day that kind of thing, and then mm. and then they use that to to pelt to pelt each other law, because bread is soft is you know is it can be eaten. Um, oh, but then still wasting food, bro. True. Still wasting food. Still, yeah. That's that's, that's why it's not easy to try and satisfy mm. all the stakeholders, all the the woke stakeholders. Now, you need to satisfy, mm. make sure everything is okay. But but to me, it was like okay, like it was going to be thrown away either way, right? Uh, but you can be credited as a sponsor for for the food lah for the orientation camp. You know. Why you say woke stakeholders with a tinge of like woke? Can feel your sentiment, no? No, I mean, woke, can feel woke, your sentiment. Woke is a neutral thing unless you interpret it as something else. Like. You you never see our subredditors, uh, like the people who call us, you know, clearly liberal, uh, yeah. and we are biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I sense that, like, I sense that. But we are, but we yeah. are. But yeah, so uh, if you have better suggestions for what else they can pelt each other with other than human mm. excrement, please let us know and give us some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And we will give you a pack of whatever you request for. Yeah, but uh, also uh, in another on another related note, when it comes to squeezing a lot of people in the room, but this one is not to mm. pee on each other, lah. This one is to to celebrate uh the very a uh, real like loving relationship between two people, a marriage, lah. Basically, um, mm, mm. there's one particular joint that has been a little bit naughty. What mm. what joint is that? This is the orange ballroom, which which was ordered to close for twenty days after it was discovered that they allowed a single couple to host three receptions involving two hundred and seventy five people mm. <laughs> in an and I quote egregious what the fuck how do you pronounce egregious 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 oh my god what the hell I was thinking gregarious <laughs> holy shit how do you say it again egregious egregious okay egregious breach of safe management measures mm. so apparently under covid-19 the uh, control order regulations 2020 a couple is only allowed one wedding reception involving not more than 100 people mm. so i guess i commend the ingenuity of the people involved to find this loophole mm. but at the same time uh come on lah guys come on but it's not really a loophole also right as in that's true. They That's true. It's than, not really a loophole. They had more than one reception, right? Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah, it's just that they try to do it back to back so that it wouldn't be, it might wouldn't it wouldn't be noticed, lah, by and it, authorities. And it doesn't help that the orange ballroom was a COVID cluster last year mm. and had five cases. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right. So I know this is not the first time we are talking about uh, a wedding in breach of COVID measures. Mm. Uh, I know we know some people who are very. Uh, very triggered by at least my take on the last time we spoke about the whole Maxi Lim wedding thing. Yeah, yeah. But for this case, this case, do you still stand by your argument that oh, you know, poor couples, you know, poor thing, they cannot have have people, you know, why can't they close one eye and you know let this couple enjoy this moment of bliss? Oh no la, no because th- this one I felt like um definitely the couple and the location they were in on it together uh mm. in the sense that. They knew both sides. They know that they are breaking the law, lah. They are trying to circumvent the rules. So I have very little sympathy for the couple as well. Even though in general, mm. I have I, I I have a lot of sympathy for people who have been trying to plan weddings or big events throughout this whole period, lah. You know, 
Because some of these events mm. really, I mean, yeah, re- like really your wedding is, is hopefully once in your life and, and thing more, la, right? So, 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 mm. not being able to invite people sucks, la, but at the same time, I thought some people were very happy that, that you know, they don't need to invite that many people for their weddings nowadays. So, so I'm mm. quite surprised that this this couple also like, you know, they also ended up still inviting like 300 people. La. I mean, when it comes to these kind of things with weddings, you know, sometimes it might not even be your own mm. Uh, uh, decision whether or not you want to invite small groups of people la. and I mean I can imagine people who maybe for them budget is not an issue having a nice wedding that's big and getting all your best friends together can be a very fun thing also mm. but I wonder right. how do but they but this one just but I, I wonder what yeah. the couple did to try and like um differentiate between the three wedding receptions la. did they like you know dress differently for each wedding reception or like you know, <laughs> try to have a different theme for each wedding reception. No, did they go I mean, the they distance, didn't say that. or did they just they just fuck it and just like stay on? They didn't say the ethnicity of the couple, also, right? Mm, they didn't because imagine. I mean, normally for a Chinese wedding, uh, they will the couple will go up once, come down in a different something, then go out another time and come around. Mm. So in essence, really, there's like three parts to one reception, right? Correct, correct. So maybe yeah. this one they just had a longer intermission, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like, yeah, basically you have, I think like three hours to finish your meal and after that, like bugger off. Uh, so in this case, this case, would you say who is more responsible? I think it is both the venue and the couple, uh, for sure. Mm. Uh, I know mm. because, okay, just for, for clearer context, the Maxi Lim case, I was, I was, I'm generally of more, leaning more towards like the low, the, the venue should have been more responsible for for the breach of, of uh safety distance measures like because mm. because at the end of the day they they know the rules best and they know what affects uh everyone's uh, you know their own business and everything uh and then to 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 place it on the guests sometimes the guests are there and uh you know they they see things going on that they don't agree with but they also you know, it's hard for them to voice out and consensual is it yeah, consensual yeah, never wear masks yeah yeah it's Cons- kind of, because of the power dynamic yeah, yeah. you know like, I mean you don't you don't want to be that one guy that goes to a wedding and they're like hey, hey no social distancing everybody get out get out that kind of thing alright but then the same thing you don't want to be that one guy who tells everyone don't pee on people right? yeah but one is a very con- <laughs> one's a very consensual act of love the other one is I don't know whether it's a really a consensual act of love lah, right when a junior no I tell you junior gets peed all, all these people these people who never talk about, like stop the people from peeing, they're going to grow up to be the ones who go to weddings and don't uh, report any safe distinct measures <laughs> being breached. Possibly. Part of the track. Yeah, the, the track, the 10-year track. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But um, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, so that one, I did feel that the, the venue has a bigger responsibility to play la, because there's different rules for different people. Like if you are the MC versus a guest on stage versus the couple, I think everyone got different rules, you see. So they need to really mm. like enforce those different rules because it, it can get confusing for people, like, right? Whereas uh, this yeah. one, I feel like from the planning stage already, there was an intent to circumvent the rules already. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree also. Like, because this one is almost like, like, like um, just using the Maxilin wedding, there were these things that happened which... You know, we will never know for a fact whether even maybe Maxi was like, oh shit, this is happening. Should I stop? But this one, yeah, they pre-planned it. Mm. Uh, it's it's institutionalized uh, flouting of the regulations. La. And for the Orange Ballroom who already had five COVID uh, people there. Mm. Okay, so this is the context. We know that 
wedding venues were hit fucking hard last year, mm-hmm. right? So I think that is also something we need to recognize that mm. if they are on the verge of like, I don't know, financial collapse and all that, uh, that's unfortunate. Lah. But to do this, unfortunately, now they have to close for 20 days. Lah. Mm-hmm. Right? But, but on the cynical side, Maybe now people know, hey, fuck, Orange Ballroom is wedding venue. <laughs> you know, people gonna people gonna cancel the the bookings there. Hey, yeah. maybe we got opening. Great idea, great idea. Yeah. I tell you, this is the, the another business. The the couple are well, probably the founders of the business that just do these fucked up things to companies to get them free PR. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I tell that you, sounds possible, plausible, plausible. Um, yeah, that company, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I guess there's. The basic thing is just don't don't be don't be evil, lah, right? You know, and and try and yeah. do this kind of thing. Yeah, don't be evil. But I mean, um, uh, uh, but but like you, lah. I also did think that it was quite it was quite funny that they they thought they they found a loophole and were trying to exploit it to its fullest, lah. I thought that was like mm-hmm. one very it's very very enterprising, very un-Singaporean that way. Yes, right. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yes. Exactly. So let us know if you all have any thoughts about this as well. Whether it's different or maybe you disagree with us about the whole Maxilim issue. I know a lot of people do. Like, I know a lot of people feel that especially because they're celebrities and, and influencers and all, they should not be given um cut any uh, no slack should be cut from them. Like. I'm not, I'm, but I'm not asking for slack to be cut. I'm just saying um that the venue should hold greater responsibility for it. Like. That's all. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Cool, but yes, that moves. All right. that leaves us with our final segment, which is uh, one shock thing. But one shock thing. So, what has been your one shock thing? My one shock thing is uh, the announcement that Jamie Fox is going to play Mike Tyson in, in a limited series, yep. executive produced by Antoine, Antoine Fuqua and Martin Scorsese. And the reason why I'm especially happy is because. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to this YouTube video of an excerpt from an interview uh, of Jamie Foxx by Ellen on her show uh, years ago where he talked about meeting Mike Tyson for the first time, interacting with him and just um, finding the story to tell. And he describes a moment where Mike Tyson was in his home and they were having a chat and Mike Tyson's daughter who was playing in the garden went out of view and Mike Tyson just got got triggered. Like he said, "I need to always see you because I, you, they can't take 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 you away from me." And and just Jimmy Fox tells a very nice story about how he realized that oh shit, Mike Tyson has been through a ridiculous life and there's a there's a tenderness there. Like. And I've been waiting for for the show to come out. I think that was back in 2014 when people first started talking about this. And Jimmy Fox is one of my favorite uh, actors or personalities or entertainers. Like, cause mm. he's fucking talented mm. so I'm just super happy and it's going to be a TV series which is kind of cool mm. but even after you know that he's like like chummy with like Joe Lowe and and the whole 1MDB thing and all that also uh, yeah but that one chummy thing. with like chummy with what does chummy with really mean Terrence he's got money what la. does took chummy money, with took money and hung out with yeah. very happily without any I mean, like now, spending public money now you you enjoy people before they they expire publicly man you enjoy. <laughs> Just enjoy. If one day Jamie Foxx comes out with some allegations, I'll be, you know what? While he was he was up there, I enjoyed his the work his work. La. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, la, so okay. that's my one shock thing. That's good, that's good. Uh my one shock mm. thing is uh uh an app that I just I just I, I just found recently because I think it was in the news. 
that is called My Heritage. I'm mean, this is not a shout out to them or what, but they have one, they have one um function within the app that uses AI to animate old photos, uh, uh, like old um, profile photos of people. So because the whole app is around linking you to um linking you to your ancestry and everything. So uh one one thing I just just a warning that you have to I think you have to give quite a bit of information if you wanna uh be part of the app. At least like give like, you know, one link to another person or something like that. So so for those people who are very concerned about privacy, maybe you don't want to download the app. Lah. But they just have a mm. function there that allows you to animate a photo. Ah. So you just need a still photo of uh somebody. Could be a loved mm. one, could be whatever, a celebrity or anything. And they're able to use AI to animate the photo such that it looks like it's like a moving picture, like you know, where the person's like looking around a bit, and smiling a bit. So it doesn't really bring them back to life, lah. But but it's still, wow, it's, it's quite a it's quite a surprise when you see the, how lifelike the effects can be. Yeah. I mean, you creepy. you sh- you shared an excerpt with me, and it fucking freaked the shit out of me. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, but yeah, don't yeah. understand why this is your one show thing because it's horrible. <laughs> that's that's the thing. I mean, it's fucking horrible. It's fucking horrible. Probably, it's horrible. yeah. Probably you, you want to get the consent of the person that you are you are going to animate first, if possible. Yeah, um, but if the person's not alive, yeah, then then, then, then you see them. You see them alive on your phone for a short while, So oh my. God. I mean, I just, it's just AI. It's just AI, Harish. Get with the program. This is smart nation. This Cannot. is what we do. Get out. No. This is the no. future already. Don't, don't resist it. No. Fucking, can you imagine next time the obituaries in the papers all animated? Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh? How freaked out? How fucking freak would, freak out would that be? Yeah, yeah. They'll just be on a picture. Click and then like, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, so it's a wow. it's very powerful technology that's coming to us as consumers now. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't veto your one show thing, lah. You can't, you can't, you can't. It's uh, I, I can just shit on it. I can yeah, just shit can on just it. Just pee on it. That's fine. Yeah. I can pee on it. Hey, hey, hey! Too soon, lah. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. All right. But yes, I believe that's that's the end of this podcast. Mm. This is the end. Yes. All right. Do you, do you want to say anything? No, we're done. Peace you out. say the end, lah, because I every time I say yeah, the end, okay. then I feel like I cut you off, and you yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, this is the end. Peace out.